Welcome to the Raiders Training Camp Podcast, presented by SiriusXM. Live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, here are your hosts, Jesse Merrick and Eddie Pascal. And here we are, episode two, Jesse Merrick of the Raiders Training Camp Podcast, presented by the good people at SiriusXM. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm doing well. You know, we're a couple days deep in a training camp, you know, got some, finally able to like watch some football. It feels like it's been so long. I know, dude, and, and the beauty of it is, and we'll talk about this, the team is ramping up, things are definitely kind of progressing, two pads, which will start next week, and that's a yeah. day we all have to work it on our calendar, but before we get into the uh, the X's and O's of it all, and our conversation with Anthony Averett, who was really, really good, excited to catch up with him, I gotta start off the top here, man. Uh, my guy, One of our guys in the control room sent me a comment, and I'm a, I'm a firm, don't read the comments guy, <laughs> don't believe in it, but he sent this one to me, and this young, this gentleman said, hey man, you guys, you know, it's a nice show, we appreciate what you guys are doing, but... Big butt, Eddie has a red pen. So to that to that man, here you are. Can we got get the this? Blue. We blue both pen. got the blues. Blue pen. All yeah. right. Can we progress? But speaking of progressing, uh, I feel like over the past couple of days since the last time we spoke, things definitely gearing up for this over in black. Uh, Josh McDaniels, to his credit, told us earlier in the week, he goes, yo, the first couple of days, we're really going to kind of be easing into things. But it feels like something has kind of clicked over the past two practices, doesn't it? It definitely has. You know, we're seeing a lot more of those, you know, competitive type mm-hmm. situations. He even said it, uh, you know, before the first day that you're not going to see, you know, good on good type of thing. And, and we didn't. And now we have the last two days, more seven on seven, more team. You know, it's it's less of the working on the fundamentals, which they're still doing, but seeing more of the good competition, you know, that you look for to really get a gauge on like where these guys are at. And, and I think for me, and, and we'll get into kind of everything over the past couple days. But for me, I think uh, as kind of a cliche as it is, I feel like you're just seeing what we expected to see, right? Devontae Adams is a beast. Darren Waller is a physical specimen. Jakob Johnson is essentially the Hulk 2.0. <laughs> yeah. But you're you're kind of seeing these boxes. You're checking these boxes. And, and we are really getting to where we need to be. And I mean this in the best way, not a ton of surprises, but that's a good thing. I would agree with that. You know, that's the thing is... Sometimes you do want those surprises on certain teams, and I think this is one of the ones where you don't necessarily want those, at least early on in camp. Guys will obviously emerge as we continue to really put the pads on and see real football, but right now you just want the guys like your top dogs to look like top dogs, and that's that's what they've looked like thus far. But like you mentioned, Jakob Johnson, Oof. massive guy. You and I were talking about it on the field. When he puts the pads on, he's going to look like 10 times bigger. And we were talking about this too. Like, is he going to go? You said in, in New England he does the, the neck roll, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had the neck roll in there. It, I hope I'm not wrong because him with the neck roll is just going to be like, wow. I'll get, I'll get our uh, research department yeah. on that. But it, it, is, it is funny to think, though, where like we were talking about Jakob and he's got the, the old school like elbow guard. <laughs> yeah. Like, this dude is going to look, and in the best possible way, like a fullback at a 1987. He really Really is, and it was cool today. Actually, in the media room, it looked like we had some media from Germany here talking with us. Oh him. So, yeah, like, that's right. You know, yeah, that's like right. that's a big deal for a German guy to be out here playing in the NFL like that. You know, so for them, that's a cool moment. And I just thought it was interesting to see that. You know, so they're going to be watching him, and I'm also going to be watching him when the pads come on because Josh said he doesn't think there's anybody else on this team more excited than him. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you want to hear from you, or you want yeah. to hear about your fullback, oh, right? Like, if you you want that big bruising, he's ready to hit someone. I want to clear some lanes. And we were talking about on the field the other day, though. Like, I'm excited to see. And I, I don't know if we're going to see it a ton, but I imagine there's got to be a wrinkle where we get some Jakob Johnson out of the backfield a little bit, too. Just when you're an athlete like that, like they're going to find a way to get the ball in your hands. Heck, yeah. I mean, look, one, let, let's see what he does when he's got the rock in his hands. I don't know if there's going to be a hurdle he's in the get a big man in motion, right? Yeah, right. But, I mean, he could definitely run through somebody. That's where I think when the pads come on, I'm curious to see you know how much he lowers that shoulder. Again, same team, not trying to hurt anybody or anything like that. But, uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's a guy I'd imagine there's going to be something in that playbook to get him involved. Because, look, it's something that nobody's expecting. You know, you look at the weapons on this offense, you're not thinking Jakob Johnson. But then they're going to they're gonna throw it to him from time to time. 
and I'll be really curious to see how the defense does uh, adapt to it. You know, we were talking about kind of guys that are just checking the boxes in the best possible way. Hunter Renfro looks fantastic, right? Darren Waller looks great. Devontae looks great. Uh, Max and Chandler running around in, in sh- not even shells, really, look like they're supposed to. Yeah. But I, a couple guys that you and I were talking about over the past couple of days that have kind of surprised us, uh, a two, two wide receivers. I think DJ Turner has had a really t- uh, nice kind of back-to-back days. And then Keelan Cole, too, today. I mean, that guy was everywhere. Yeah, Keelan Cole was all over the place. Another guy that's really stood out to me is Tyron Johnson. You know, he, he's a guy that I, really? honestly— yeah, yeah, I forgot he was on the team last year. Like, no offense to the guy, but, um, you know, I didn't realize he had played those five games, you know, mostly special team or whatnot. But, you know, he's a guy that has, has impressed. And I'm not the only one talking to some other media members. They've also noted, noticed him as well. Looks fast. You and I were talking. I told you he kind of gives me Zay Jones vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's a guy that I'm real curious to see how his game translates once they put the pads on. It doesn't change a ton for the receivers, but he's another guy that's, like, stood out for sure. Keelan Cole, again, like you noted, all over the place. I mean, had tons of grabs. If you were a fantasy manager, you would have wanted him today because <laughs> he was all over the place. Yeah, and I think what's interesting, and we talk about kind of just those three guys, right, Johnson, Turner, and, and Cole, is that we have uh, – there's positions to be won at the, in kind of the depth pieces in that wide receiver room. And I think when you look at the three of those guys, they all kind of bring a different skill set to the table. Yeah. And so I think it would be really interesting as, as we get through camp and really ultimately through the preseason, kind of to see what Josh and Dave Ziegler value in that, call it your fifth wide receiver, right, your fourth wide receiver. And, and I think that all those guys are going to get a fair shake at kind of showing what they have uh, and making this team. I'd imagine so. And in that battle of the grouping the guys we just talked to, I think DJ Turner is an interesting one to keep an eye on. You know, he's a guy you and I have both liked since yeah. he's gotten here. But his versatility, I know that's a real big buzzword with this coaching staff. But his versatility and what he's able to do in the special teams game, you know, he's on a lot of different groups in, in special teams and also as a returner as well. And today, I mean, shoot, we saw him, you know, show the bunnies a little bit. You know, he mossed somebody when they were out there in uh, seven on seven, too. I was impressed to see that. Uh, you know, so he's a guy that I think brings a lot of interesting tools to the table. But also, again, versatility, the more you can do for this team, you know, the better that's going to help your case. And I think that's where he kind of comes in. And I think it's one of those deals, too, where, yeah, all these guys have had a really nice call it back-to-back days. Like, let's see where we're at in three weeks, right? I mean, because, and it's the harsh reality of of this league, the harsh reality of this game is like, yo, you could flash that first week at camp, and then then where'd you go? We saw you Monday and Tuesday. I haven't seen you in 10 days. So I think with these guys, especially we're talking about those depth pieces in the wide receiver room, consistency and seeing it at practice every single day. And I don't think anyone has the expectation that all these dudes are going to be 10 out of 10 every single day at practice. But we talk about it when we were doing our our kind of preview. is like, are you a guy that I'm writing my number down in my, or excuse me, your number down in my notebook every day? Yeah, I mean, we're we're at that point in camp, and you and I have talked about this, where, you know, we're still looking at the roster like, hey, who's this number? Who's that number? But if you find yourself going back to the same number and over and over again, or, you know, with DJ, we don't have to do that because we remember the guy there. But, you know, if you find yourself looking at the same guy over and over again, that's that buzzword. They ding, 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 like, hey, this guy's been flashing thus far. Keep an eye on him. So there's been a handful of guys that have done that. One guy that we all know who he is, for me, Trayvon Merrick, has looked really good in coverage as well, uh, you know, a couple times. He had an interception, I believe it was today, was it? Some of the days are already starting. I know, we're already together. doing what day is it, <laughs> yeah. what year is it, yeah. <laughs> but, I uh, know, he had one today. But he's looked really solid in coverage, you know, whether it's against backs, tight ends, you name it. I- I've liked what I've seen from him thus far. You know, and sticking on the defensive side on, on numbers that I've written down, I wrote down 58. I handful yeah. of times over the past couple of days, uh, excuse me, a couple of days, Darian Butler, undrafted mm-hmm. linebacker from Arizona State. And, you know, he had an interception yesterday, very active uh, around the ball. And he's a guy that, and we talk about, can you do it consistently? But when we get to the regular, excuse me, not the regular season, when we get to the preseason, like this is a dude who's going to get a chance to show what he can do when the bullets are flying. Yeah, I'd imagine he's a guy that's going to get a lot of snaps, you know. And that's the thing, too, is I think with those depth pieces, you know, you're going to be looking at these guys that are good in coverage. And, and he has shown that thus far, you know. Uh, 
that's that's the one guy that I have found myself multiple times. You know, I'm finally starting to remember his name and who he is. So yeah. I don't have to keep looking down at the roster. Um, but you know, he's made some good plays thus far. I'm real curious to see again once the pads do come on. See how things change for him if he's able to keep that same trend, you know, going forward. And it feels a little undersized at, at 5'10", 220, right? Yeah. But, you know, it, I'm not a huge, like, specs guy or, like, nah. height weight kind of guy. Like, if you're a good football player, like, you're going to figure out a way to make plays. Now, obviously, are you going to be uh, an all-pro, five-time you know, five -time pro bowler? Ah, who knows? But, like, there's always a position on these teams. There's always a role for dudes who are just good football players. Yeah, and, look, for me, at linebacker, like, you don't need to necessarily be some dude that's, like, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". You know, leverage is a big thing for a linebacker. You know, being smaller is going to help you get better leverage on some guys. And if he's got some explosive in his legs, which, you know, explosiveness in his legs, which we'll be able to see, you know, once they put the pads on, able to run through that contact, that's where I'm going to kind of be watching him to see maybe how that height, you know, helps him out with the leverage game. Yeah, and and I like I said, just a dude that I think we all need to kind of collectively keep our eye on, right? We're not going to anoint anyone anything as yeah. we record this on July twenty fourth. Yeah, four days, yeah, into four camp. days into camp. Right? <laughs> it is funny though, and and I won't I won't say the names, but I remember back uh, in Oakland where you know a couple days into into and it happens every year, right? Whether it's mini camp or training camp, you know this all pro everything, and then you wake up, you're like, oh he he's on the team anymore? Like yeah. what happened to those great thirty six hours? You know? Oh yeah. It, it happens, man. I, look, I, at one point in my college career, I was a spring all-star. Yeah. <laughs> I did nothing when the season came around. So, Hey, you but know. you need practice players, right? Yeah, you need exactly. good practice players. Exactly. Uh, it was funny today, though, where you and I kind of had that moment on the field where I got overly excited. I will admit I got a little too fired up because I thought we were going to see some onside kick uh, yeah. kick, uh, kick work. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I in all the time I've covered the league, I've never seen that on day four of training camp. But I will say, in my defense— the way that the team was lining up, it, and Carlson with kind of his short his short drop, it did make it seem like we were going to get some, on, some onside kick action, but ultimately we did not. Yeah, you're not wrong. It did, and you even had me convinced for a second, and I don't think there's any way to display to you guys just how excited Eddie Fired actually up, was man. for that. And I'm sitting there thinking, we're four days into camp. I have never seen a coaching staff practice onside kicks this early. So I would have been shocked if it happened. But yeah, it just ended up being normal kickoff return. But speaking of Carlson, though, we did kind of get our first, uh, yeah. I want to say extended look at what he did. I mean, poor A.J. Cole has been a ghost all the, this yeah. first four days at camp. <laughs> I know he hangs out on that far field, and I, I assume he's getting his work in, but we don't see a whole ton, a whole lot of him. But we did get Carlson kind of in, a, in that live period. We had the crowd noise pumped in. Mm -hmm. uh, ends the ends the session on, I believe it was a 58-yarder is what our guy Keith yes. said. Yeah. Uh, and looking good, right? Obviously not looking perfect. I don't think anyone's expecting perfection on July 24th but I think if you're a fan of this team and you just want to check the boxes right we talk about that Carlson's checking them yeah the leg is still there yeah still know? there he can still kick it he's still cash money Carlson you know I don't don't send the panic button out there for anything the guy still does his thing I love the fact that they incorporated the music and the fan noise back into it today you know adds that interesting element into things you know because it's been so quiet you know I, I noted when I was talking to Q the other day on the radio as I was talking to him I realized I'm like wait there has been no music out there it's weird being at a practice with no music but pumping it in at specific times to try and create that distraction, I think was awesome. And we've talked about, you know, really throughout the entirety of camp, we're going to learn a little bit more about what what a Josh McDaniels practice looks mm -hmm. like, what a Dave Ziegler kind of, you know, practice looks like. And I think we're getting a better idea of that. Now, I think it's important that we say we're, what, four days in, three yeah. and a half days in, whatever it is. But we are starting to, starting to kind of understand the cadence a little bit of of kind of the method behind the madness, so to speak. And so I think as we, as we get closer into camp, and really once the pads come on next week, I think we're going to have a much better idea of what to expect. 
expect throughout the uh, duration of the year. Yeah, and I think things are going to change, you know, as we go deeper into camp. Because look, I mean, this is a new coaching staff. You know, this is their first time here running through a training camp as a member, as a coaching staff of the Oakland Raiders, uh, <laughs> Las Ooh, Vegas Raiders. Wow, dollar in the jar, dollar in the jar. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while, man. Um, you know, but this is their first, you know, go around with this, you know, and I, I think we're going to see that kind of continue to develop as also as they install more of their offense and defense, you know, and they really start to get a handle on it. McDaniel's noted that, you know, they're doing more of the fundamentals and really concentrating on that and communication. The communication aspect is never going to go away. Fundamentals will always be there in individual drill, but more so in the team aspect of things. We're seeing a lot of these guys, you know, run their routes and their concepts on air. That's going to go away more and more as we get deeper into practice. And to your point, too, we talk about, you know, this first year of a staff and the adjustments. And Dave Ziegler has told us on several occasions, he goes, look, we are always reevaluating the process, yeah. right? He's like, we're not, a, we're not a group of guys that we're going to wait till the end of the season to say, hey, in hindsight, we should have done this a little bit different. Uh, he's like, we're, we're a day of, like, let's recap the day. How can we get better in this day? And so I think, to your point, it will be interesting as we get through camp. Do we see things that are a little bit different? Are there some tweaks to the schedule, tweaks to how many periods they run and, and all that kind of stuff? So it'll be, it'll be exciting to see just that constant evolution of this, of this program under McDaniels and, and DZ. And I think that's the right way to do it. You, yeah. know, you see so many different, you know, whether it's a normal, you know, average Joe or whoever, people that are just, you know, resistant to change and adapting. You know, being able to adapt is a massive thing and learning from hey what does work what doesn't work you know they noted they're going to see how things go with the weather out here because it is hot in vegas newsflash you know so far it hasn't been too bad it's, no, it's yes, been I mean, yesterday toasty. was lovely. We recorded oh, this on man. a Sunday, on a yesterday on our Saturday practice. Yeah. It was fantastic out there, and we had to deal with those heavy winds that last period of practice, and we got a little bit of rain. Uh, but in terms of what you're going to get for a late July day in Vegas, I mean, it was about as, as nice as you can hope for. Yeah, exactly. And that's you know they'll go indoors for the first time next week. You know, I'm curious to see you know what their thoughts are after going indoors <laughs> after being out of the elements and that. But yeah, you know, th- it's been a nice balance of what they've done thus far. And, and again, I'm excited to see you know how much the structure of practice changes once they do throw the pads on. Yeah, another thing that we are both excited about, we were excited about, is we got a chance to sit, uh, sit down and talk to Anthony Avery today. Uh, yeah. A guy that comes in, and we were talking about it, and obviously you guys will, will play the interview in a sec, but uh, very kind of Casey Hayward-esque mm-hmm. energy, Casey Hayward-esque vibes. Uh, a guy who just seems very confident, uh, kind of that quiet confidence of like, yo, this is who I am, this is what my expectation is for the year, I'm going to go out and do my thing. Yeah, just real chill guy, you know? It was a good time chopping it up with him too, and, you know, he, he's just an athlete, like, I mean, guy comes in with 4-3 speed, you know, out on the edge there. EA did a nice little breakdown of him. If you haven't seen it, you got to check that out on the training camp show. You know, I mean, this is a guy that I'm really high on. You know, I haven't been shy about that at all. Um, you know, I think he's really going to push for that starting role. You know, uh, once Trayvon's healthy, there's going to be a real healthy competition, uh, you know, for that spot. Yeah, and I think healthy competition at the end of the day is the best thing possible for this team and really any team in the NFL. So I hope you guys enjoy our conversation with cornerback Anthony Averett. Sometimes the football gods and the content gods, they get together and they meet. And what happens is great because today, we're hanging out with Jesse Merrick, we're watching practice and the play of the day belongs to you, sir, going foot for foot, stride for stride with Devontae Adams. Beautiful pass breakup. Uh, just walk me through that, man. That's a, that's a pretty nice way to get, uh, get going early in camp. Oh, yeah. Well, me and Devontae, we pretty much definitely will have plenty of battles and I was just one of them. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think he caught a pass uh, later on down that uh, down sideline. Similar play, too, as well. But, I mean, that play, you know, he just went, you know, inside. Uh, I just pretty much made a play on the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, to your point, Devontae's going to get his, but it must be nice for you and the collection of DBs to be like, yo, we're, this is a guy we're going to go toe-to-toe with, we're going to get better with, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to be there just as a, as a great resource with you guys all throughout camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's definitely, you know, 
kind of like, you know, nail for nail, stone for stone type of thing. He's definitely going to get me better for sure. Definitely going to get him better as well. So I get hands on, you know, he's good with the feet. So we're just going to be battling all, you know, all practice, all camp. Yeah, like you said, I mean, good on good in that aspect for sure. I'm mm-hmm. curious too, man, I mean, you know, for you, you know, being a free agent coming here, what was the biggest thing that stood out to you that made you, you know, choose to want to be a Raider? Oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely an opportunity. I mean, I saw the coaches that were here, you know, so I was like the good, good defensive line that we have here for sure as well, you know, and I knew, you know, they probably need a little help in the back end, you know. I just want to be that guy to help, you know, these guys. Yeah, and also too, I mean, you had some, uh, you know, uh, history with Ryan as well. You know, did you, you know, mm-hmm. what was your kind of take on him? Was he part of why want to come no, over? Yeah, definitely. I know he had a, a good pitch with me, you know, definitely bringing me in here. And, uh, you know, I faced uh, a lot of this, you know, like these teams in this division. So once, you know, faced these guys in the division last year, I mean, I'm pretty confident about facing them this year too as well. You know, we were talking about that on the elevator right mm-hmm. up here about kind of the scheduling oddity of last year yeah. where the Ravens played all four teams in the AFC West in the first six yes. weeks of the regular <laughs> season. So obviously we remember that that game that we loved here Monday yeah. night. I don't know how great it was mm-hmm. for you guys, but it, it, it was pretty wild to think that, hey, I did all that last year, and now I'm going to face those same dudes again, those same quarterbacks again in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that just gave me, you know, great confidence of just, you know, now I get to play them twice a year, you know. So, you know, and just to be a part of this, you know, organization, man, I mean, it's just a blessing, really. Yeah, and when, last year, too, we were watching you know, some of the cut-ups. Uh, EA, Eric Allen, you know, he broke down some of your tape, mm-hmm. you know, was very complimentary of your work and, and showed some of those games against the Broncos, the Chiefs, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times for you last year, you know, you started 14 years or 14 games last year. Mm-hmm. You know, you drew a lot of the top targets. You know, what was that experience like for you? Because that was your first time really getting that kind All of right. hurt. Oh, that experience, I mean, it was great, man. I definitely needed it, man, just getting that experience. And, you know, for the next year, I feel like every year I got better. And I feel like this year is going to be that year. We'll get even, even more better, you know. So I'm just excited to see, you know, see what happens and, you know, decided to make some plays out there for us. You know, it's one of those things, too, where we were talking about it kind of took you a minute to get your opportunity mm-hmm. to play regularly. But I was going through the snap counts, man. Yeah. And once you got that opportunity, you were coming off the field. Oh, yeah. I, was I mean, I'm looking. It's 198, 99, <laughs> 89. Like, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, that's definitely always been a model for me, man. Once I, you know, touch the field, man, hey, I'm not getting off. That was my goal. So was I mean, what was that like, though, initially going from, like, you know, not playing a ton to all of a sudden hitting snap counts like that? I mean, did it take some, all right, hey, I got to up the conditioning? Or what, what was the deal? Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, definitely, definitely the condition. Yeah. And uh, you definitely got used to the rep counts because, uh, you know, you come from, you know, playing about, about 40 plays, then, you know, now you double that now. So yeah. you definitely, you know, get your legs, you know, got to get in the cold tub. <laughs> that, that first game after you went nearly wire to wire, I mean, how, mm-hmm. what does the body feel like the next morning there? Because like you said, to your point, it's, it's just a different, your body's going to go and react in a different type of way. Definitely. I mean, definitely, definitely, you know, it plays a toll on you for sure, for sure. First season doing, you know, playing a lot of football like that, uh, that first game, you know, the overtime. That was yeah. crazy oh. here. And <laughs> that was crazy here. So, I mean, everybody know how that went. And I was just, you know, that was just a crazy atmosphere. You probably slept real well that night, huh? Very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Asked right out. Yeah, I can only imagine. And so now coming here, you know, new defense with Patrick Graham. What's been your take on it thus far? What are the thing, some of the things that you like and then maybe how your skill set fits into it? Yeah, I, I feel like my skill set fits well with it. I mean, it's a little bit of everything, man. Zone, man, everything. Blitz, everything. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I wanted to do and one of the reasons why I came here, too, as well. So... You know, I think you do. It's going to be a great opportunity for me. I know you were mentioning Eric Allen's breakdown of you on the training camp special when we first got in here. But I think one my biggest takeaway from watching EA, and one of the things that I love about EA is EA is a stud DB in his mm-hmm. own right. So every time I hear him talk, mm-hmm. I get to learn something, right. right? Like he's a great professor of football. But right. one thing that he was really complimentary about in terms of your game was that versatility, right? You're mm-hmm. on the right side. You're on the left side. Right. You're in the slot. You can do it all. I yeah. mean, how important is that? For the modern DB, the DB in 2022, and we all know that the the way the offenses mm-hmm. are run now, how valuable is it that you are a guy that can move all around this defense? Yeah, very valuable. I mean, it's nothing that, 
I mean, DB is definitely one of those things like you just got to have on your team and especially just a value player like me. I just feel like, you know, you can put me anywhere and uh, especially in this league, it's 707 nowadays. So there's a lot more passing, especially in this division. It's a lot of passing. They're airing it out. So definitely, you know, it's great that, you know, happy to have the opportunity. I mean, we talk about the division too, right? And you played the AFC West last mm-hmm. year, but now you look up and all of a sudden the division's even better. You got Russell right. Wilson, you got Herbert's a year yeah. better, Derek's a year better. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it must be crazy as a DB coming in to this situation, and I know you have the benefit of seeing him a year ago, but you're like, right. man, there, there are no off days <laughs> right. on this schedule, nope, man. Nope, it's not. Every day, every game feels like a showtime, you know. Lights is on. <laughs> that's what you're looking for, though, right? For sure, man. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, what yeah, you're definitely excited for. about it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, going week in, week out, going up against some of the top quarterbacks, I mean, that mm-hmm. competition's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in your DB room, there's a handful of guys, a handful of new faces as well. Mm-hmm. Anybody in particular you really clicked with or who's really jumped out off the tape to you being out on the field with them? Well, I say all of them. I like Rock. I like Trey. Uh, John, every every everyone, you know, everybody, even the younger guys, uh, Meek, uh, everybody, everybody, pretty much, man. We all in there grinding. Yeah, I know. I know you were a track guy in high school, mm-hmm. and, but was it broad jump? I mean, not broad jump. Was the long, long jump was your thing? Yeah. Anybody can out jump you, or what? What's the deal? Yeah, not a long jump, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was something. I, you know, I was I was pretty good at that. Yeah. I jumped pretty far. I know a lot of the media guys in the room, you know, messing mm-hmm. with Rock because he was a wrestler, and that guy's yeah, obviously really? jacked. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, were like, yeah. man, does anybody on the team beat you in a wrestling match? And yeah, he was right. real coy about it. He was like, oh, I don't know, maybe, but oh, no. at least you got You got to own yeah, up, man. No. If you got it. You, you yeah, got it. yeah. If you know you got it, you got it. It's funny too, where you we look at this room and to Jesse's point a lot of new faces but dudes have been here for a minute right mm-hmm. and so you, I think you kind of that that perfect balance mm-hmm. how valuable or does it not matter as much since you guys are a little bit on an island of having that chemistry with the other DBs oh yeah it's definitely you know you definitely got to have that and it starts in the uh in the uh, meeting rooms, you know, we've got to get that camaraderie. A lot of new faces coming from different places. So, you know, once we get that camaraderie, we all together, it's just easier to communicate on the field. Who's the dude in that room that makes you laugh the hardest? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I say John. He has a personality. Yeah, sure. I had a feeling. Definitely had a personality. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, though. He's a good guy, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Another SEC guy, too, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly, for sure, yeah. Sure. And, man, and speaking of the SEC, I mean, the ties to Alabama, we were talking about mm-hmm. it before. I missed you by one year. I used to work out there. You know, uh, for you, man, what was that experience like? And also playing on a guy like Coach Saban, who mm-hmm. was also the DB coach there as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you're getting coached by one of the best guys to ever do it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like it. I mean, I feel like you're definitely learning learning from the best, and I feel like the SEC in general, I think you're playing with the best in my opinion uh the lights is always on every game hundred thousand people you know fans and it, it, it kind of prepares you for these type of moments you know vegas versus you know kansas city how just the la i mean the Chargers that last game last what that 18th week yeah, that, we yeah. i remember we watching those type of games you know i was watching that game myself but like those type of atmospheres get you it gets you prepared for that you know we're, we're so lucky here where you know jesse and i and all, all the folks here we've watched so much really good football nfl mm-hmm. football but because of the way our schedule are I haven't been to an SEC game. That's on my bucket oh. list, man. I've never been to an SEC game. Did you have like a, like, oh, man, I'm in the SEC moment? Like, this is like different kind of football when you're in college? What was oh, it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think first time I played LSU was my first start. Not well, first start that year playing yeah. LSU, you yeah. know. So it was it was there. It was in LSU, right in Death Valley. Atmosphere. I mean, you got NFL guys. You had like Odell Beckham on the sideline. It was like time after. It was just like a different atmosphere, something just different. It was cool, man. Yeah, man. I mean, like we're lucky here with the Legion. That place gets jumping. You saw it last right, year right. firsthand. But I, I, there's just something. 
I feel just like DNA different <laughs> playing in the SEC. Yeah, you know what I mean? Man. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, you take football seriously yeah. for sure. Yeah. Bryant Denny on a Saturday, that place is jumping, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's few places like it, especially you know you get a chance to play in the Iron Bowl and yeah. something. Like that. I mean, that is yeah. I'll never forget it. For you, mm-hmm. like for me, I would leave there, my ears would be ringing for like a mm-hmm. couple of days. Was that kind of similar experience for you? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Legion. I mean, it's definitely crazy for yeah. sure. I mean, that overtime game. I mean, I feel like that speaks for itself. Yeah. Ravens Raiders I, last year. That was crazy, man. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah. We have, hopefully we have a lot more of those moments here oh, in 2022. Yeah, sure. Hopefully we get a lot of uh, a lot of good moments that we're celebrating. I have a feeling we will, but it's going to be a mm-hmm. blast. But we have a lot of work to do in between now and then. Oh, we're yeah, just a few, sure. few days into camp, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to catch up with you. I, appreciate, I was saying, man, I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute. We got you for the, yeah. the free agency thing, but outside of April. that, you've been a ghost. Yeah, man, I It's know. good, though, a good ghost. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. We're working, man. OTAs, <laughs> hey, now we're back for camp. We'll see a lot of you, man. Absolutely. Anthony Avery, man, we appreciate you, dude. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, You know, have a a good camp, and we'll catch up with you soon, all right? All right, thanks. Appreciate it. SiriusXM puts you inside the Raiders training camp. Catch all the info on the team, plus your music, talk, comedy, and more. Subscribe now and get your first three months free. Be there with the Raiders. Eddie Pascal and Jesse Merrick back in the pod studio. And we just heard our conversation with Anthony Averett. And we were talking about it on the way in. Very Casey Hayward-esque vibes. But I think you brought it up perfectly. I think that this is a guy, when all is said and done, when we look and we get closer to week one, this is a dude who's going to be pushing for serious playing time in 2022. Yeah, I'd say so, too. You know, he got his first opportunity last year. You know, started 14 games. Obviously, you know, the Ravens got ravaged with injuries. It was wild. All of them happened really before the season started. He stepped in and a lot of times had to draw the top receiver for that opposing team. And this is a guy that went from playing like 40 snaps a game to, you said, what was the number, like in the high 80s? Yeah, that was like the lowest. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's impressive to come in, step in, and, and have a you know a great opportunity and take advantage of it. You know, I, I know Wink Martindale even said that he's a guy that has all pro caliber talent. So, you know, obviously didn't see that realized last year, but if he's able to do that here, <laughs> I mean, that's a steal. Yeah, 100%. And I think that, you know, in the today's version of the NFL, in 2022, you can just never have enough quality DBs, right? Like, if, if you're one of those fans that, oh, the Raiders signed seven DBs, but they're already at the <laughs> you can never have enough, man. You just, you simply cannot have enough quality guys who can lock up wide receivers, especially in this division, man. We talk about, we talk about Herbert and Mahomes and, and Justin Herbert. You know, like, it's just, you are, there are no shortage of weapons, and you got to have guys on the outside and in the, on the, in the slot, too, who can lock them down. Yeah, all over. If teams in this division could go six, seven wide, they oh would. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh my with gosh. the quarterback that are back there. So, I mean, this is going to be a wide-open passing attack league. Uh, you know, so for sure, you need as much depth in the secondary as you can possibly have. A thousand percent. And, and as we look ahead now to tomorrow, is uh, tomorrow's Monday, player off day. They will get back to work on Tuesday, which is great. Yeah. But Wednesday, Jesse Merrick, is the big day that we have all had circled on our calendars, the first day of pads, and kind of like the unofficial second official start of camp, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Josh noted that too. He said, he's like, you know, for the coaching staff, there's so many different like first days of camp, you know, when all the players arrive, when the rookies are here, all the different stuff. So, for him, you know, that's one it, you could tell today when he spoke that he cannot wait for pads to come on, just like all the rest of us. And he noted, you know, look, that's when like the real evaluation starts. And so that's when we get an opportunity to watch some real football. We get to see some physicality. Obviously, they're not going to be tackling, you know, to the ground. It's not going to be in that aspect. But uh, I think they're going to take care of each other. But man, I, I can't wait because that's where we really get an idea of the competitiveness and in. How who's really going to stand out in the trenches, you know, on offense and then on the defensive line? 
those are the areas that I'm really going to be paying attention to. Yeah, and, and candidly too, right, where we look at the state of the Raiders in 2022 and our biggest questions, right, and I think we share a lot of the same questions as the fan base, right? Yeah. We want to see this offensive line in action, right? Do we believe that this offensive line is better than it was a year ago? Certainly, but at some point you want to see it, right? And you're not going to have, you know, when we record on Wednesday, we're not going to have a perfect mosaic of what the offensive line is going to look like, but we're at least going to have some idea because to your point, like the big boys, when they get in motion, like that's where you really learn about what they can do and what this group is going to be capable of. Yeah, and the cool thing is, is we're going to see, you know, all, they all, every coach comes in and says, oh, there's competition at every position, blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah, there are plenty of positions on this team, though, where there's not that type of competition. On the offensive line, specifically on the right side, right guard, right tackle, there's going to be a lot of bodies rotating through there, and so it's going to be exciting to watch. I mean, look, how many people can say that they're excited for an offensive yeah. line battle? But I think this one's going to be intriguing just simply because of how important that right side of the offensive line is going to be for this team once the season does start. And intriguing is the perfect word for it because I think there's so many questions about that group in particular, about that side. Like I have, I think you're 100% right where I think the expectation is we're going to see a lot of dudes rotated in. We're going to see a lot of different combinations mm-hmm. of players, right? There's really not a lot that they would roll out there, really on the offensive line in general. That would surprise me. So it'll be really interesting to watch, especially over this first you know, call it three, four days of practice. Like, who's getting those who's getting those reps early, and who are they getting them next to? Yeah, exactly. That's that's going to be a lot. That's going to be very telling. You know, and, and another thing I can't wait for one-on-one drills. Yes. Whether it's the receivers and uh, you know DBs or you know the uh, offensive defensive line. Like, that's my favorite part to watch about practice because it's you know, look, that is buckle your chin strap. You know the better man is going to win, you know? And so those ones are just exciting times. You know, it's as close as you can get to kind of like, you know, the vibe of an Oklahoma drill. They don't do that anymore for good reason. But like those, it's like when you get the juices flowing, like, oh, I I just can't wait for that one. All right, on our way out, give me one player you're excited to see in pads. Man, honestly, I I think one player that I'm really going to be paying attention to is Alex Leatherwood. You know, again, they they talked about how he got a little bit lighter on his feet and everything like that. And he was saying that he was working on his hands, you know? So to me, in pads, let's see how that development continues. You know, last year he was penalized a lot. You know, not a great you know year for him overall, but the development was there. He got those reps. For me, I want to see how different he looks this year compared to last year. And I'll, I'll switch to the defensive side. Uh, Chandler Jones is yeah. the guy for me. I mean, we've heard so much about it, right, since he signed in free agency. We, we obviously know his, his resume. We know what he's capable of. But let's throw some pads on. Let's see what you got. Uh, I think that we're all hope, we're really excited about what he's going to look like in tandem with Max Crosby. But I want to see it a little bit, right? And we yeah. talk about, like, hey, you know, the big fellas along both lines, you don't really get a great idea of where they're at until the pads come on. So Chandler Jones is going to be the guy for me. Specifically, too, with him, you know, Max and even Chandler talked about it a little bit when he had his media availability, his unorthodox, you know, pass rushing style. I've never really, you know, paid a ton. I've watched him, obviously. We all know who he is. But I haven't, like, really diagnosed and watched his, you know, his abilities and how he does it. So I'm curious to see, like, just how unorthodox it really is and get a real view of it. I'm probably going to, now that I'm talking about it, I'm probably going to go home and watch some YouTube. Yeah, like, there you, know, you go. Nerd out on it a little bit, but also to see it, you know, with my own eyes down on the practice field to really get a handle on, like, hey, just how unorthodox is it? Yeah, and that it'll be a lot, of, a lot of fun to watch and to, like, what we've talked about a lot. Like, we're going to learn a ton after each of these practices. Yeah. I know we're only, what, four days in, but I feel like we have a much better idea of what the Raiders are going to be in 2022. Uh, and we have so much more to go as we progress through camp. And the next time we talk is going to be after that first day of pads on Wednesday. So make sure that you like, subscribe, do all that stuff so you don't miss an episode of the Raiders Training Camp Podcast. So a big thank you to Jesse. A big thank you to our guy, Anthony Averett, Ray, and everyone back in control who's making sure that, uh, that our ship remains afloat, Jesse Merrick. And we <laughs> We will catch you guys next week after the first day of pads on the Raiders Training Camp Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Raiders Training Camp Podcast. Presented by SiriusXM. To stay up to date on all the latest with the silver and black, download our mobile app and subscribe to the Raiders Podcast Network. Thank you.